Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you could be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the free guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey everyone, it's Janelle checking in, and this week has been super busy because of Hampton's homecoming, so there was a lot going on with that. And also tomorrow I'm leaving for Hawaii. I'm going to Honolulu for a conference called SACNIS. I think I mentioned it before, but that's just like a STEM conference for minorities and mainly Hispanics and Native Americans, but they also accept a lot of other minorities, and I'm excited to go to that and also just be in Honolulu, go to the beach, see other things Hawaii has to offer, etc. Hey guys, it's Joy. So my check-in is from Florida. I am back home visiting my family. I'm actually out here for a week-ish and I went to my brother's wedding over the weekend in Maryland and it was so awesome. Um, He's the first of my siblings to get married so everyone was super excited. The wedding was really, really cool, really fun and it's just been great getting away from Cali and literally this is the second time I've left school and there's been wildfires so kind of glad I'm not there but if you are experiencing the wildfires prayers go out to you Hey guys, welcome back to Melanin and Miles. Today we are going to get real personal and talk about some of our crazy nights out in foreign countries. Nightlife abroad is a different beast, so we are going to tell our stories in hopes that this will help you navigate getting lit on your next trip. (laughs) That's the theory, that's the hypothesis (laughs) of this episode, but we might just end up exposing ourselves and the whole world will know like what we're doing on our nights out abroad. So Janelle and I basically are going to navigate this episode a little bit different than previous ones. We're just literally going to alternate talking about stories on different countries we've had going out until we um, run out of time. So we're going <laughs> to start off. I'm going to start off with the first story. So let me, um, you know, get get the, get, to, get it together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tea number one. It's so hard, like exposing yourself into a microphone, like telling you my secrets. Okay. So I'm going to just pretend that I'm just talking to my best friend, which I am. And 
in a whole other audience. <laughs> no one else is listening, just me. <laughs> right. We probably don't even have listeners by now. Psh, okay. So let's get started. So Brazil. Brazil is the country. Let me set the scene for you. So I went to Brazil on a school affiliated trip and we are in Brazil for three weeks. So my school is white AF. But so I had a nice a surprise when I got to Brazil to find out that both students from Clark Atlanta University and Morehouse University would be in Brazil and studying at the same like school space as us while we were there. So we all know what that means. <laughs> so basically, we finally got to meet like all the other students uh, one day. I was single at the time also like to preface all of this. Um, And I was also recently out of a relationship. So I was like, I'm ready to mingle like it's lit we in Brazil um, and all of that stuff. So we met the Morehouse men. They were great looking. <laughs> they were great looking. <laughs> um, you know, and you know, when you just like, get out of a relationship, you can fall into any scam. So Not yeah. a scam. <laughs> well, it wasn't a scam. It was actually like, okay, I would just explain it. So yeah, so we meet them. Da, 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 da. That's not the interesting part. So we all decide we're going to go out. And, and like literally we was going out since we were only there for three weeks. We was going out on Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. <laughs> like we had, and we had class at like 8 a.m. the next day. Oh, no. So we was going out. We was like, young people can sustain because we would be out until six and have class at eight. It was rough. Cool. It was rough. None of us did like any of the readings. It was just like, but we was all in that together. Like the whole class, like it was like one person who was like not nah, down for the cause. So we was like all going out. So there's this place on the in Bahia called Chupitos, which basically just means shots. And it's a bar. So we get to the bar. It's like there's a little DJ, but it's small and like everybody's just sitting. It's not like that type of type of scene. It's not like club. It's just like, you know, there's music and you're at the bar. But if enough black people show up anywhere, <laughs> let's believe. The whole scene. <laughs> it's a club. Let's believe it's a club. So Chupitos was so great because the shots were like literally like two USD. So, you know, that's a that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a problem. Shots are never that cheap. <laughs> and they had like, they had the whole menu was just shots. Like they didn't do mixed drinks or anything. It was just like different shots, like different like flavors. They had like chocolate shots, like number seven, no, oito, which is eight in Portuguese. That was the one, like that's the only word I learned in Portuguese that whole time. Uh, <laughs> I, yo, give me that oito. He was pouring it up. Yeah. So, what's in it? Do you know what is it? To this um, I think it still has. I think I have curacao and then some stuff, but okay. anything that's blue gotta be good. <laughs> so yeah, we was taking those shots, so everybody was lit, and I was like, "Ooh, these Morehouse men looking nice and nice or whatever." So I ended up. So I was like, start talking to one of. It was like four four main guys. So I ended up talking to like three of them, and I was just like, you know, just like conversational, like you know, oh, like okay. yeah. to know you, blah blah blah. So like, so the first guy I end up making out with. <laughs> And then okay. I was like, I was like, okay, okay, you know, we just we ain't doing nothing more. Like we just gonna kiss. But then I was really drunk, so I thought all three guys were the same guy. Oh my god! Wait, this is all in one night. This whole situation yes. is just one night. Oh, yes. Okay. So like okay. the place is really packed, so it's like if you go get a drink and you like come back to the group, like you know, it's like hard. Like you're not like it's not like the place is empty where you're just like going back to the same person. Like you have to walk through yeah. people to find your group, or like you know how if you're like in a group and you just see one person recognize you're like oh hey like you yeah, know and you just okay. talk so that's what was happening but it was I thought the guy I was talking to was one guy it's an <laughs> 
So <laughs> we, so at the end of the night, I found out that I had made out with like people, but I thought they were all the same person. <laughs> Did you like ever say their name? Did they all just assume like didn't know their name? I'm really bad with names. Name? I'm really bad with names also. So like they okay. probably like probably when I was sober, they told me their names. But like after I was drunk, like I did not. <laughs> I did not. Okay, so that's day one. That's just like, you know. This is just hey, one day. Okay. Welcome to Brazil, bitch. Like, <laughs> All right. okay. So day two. Okay, so day two, I realized that like there was a really, really cute guy. Like he was light skinned all though. Not okay. that light skinned didn't okay. mean cute, but like it added to the picture. <laughs> and so like we were talking and he was like educated. He was like a mentor for young boys. Like he was out here. Like I was like, oh my God, like this is so great. Yeah. And of course we go all go back to Trapitos. <laughs> but this time I know who I want I had like wanted to talk okay. to. This time I know. Yeah. So they're like we talking and then we're both just like vibing bad hard. And like we just get like super drunk and like but like I don't know at some point during the night, like once again, this is like a bar. This is not meant to be a club, but like all of us are like twerking, like going bad hard. It was just like it was like, honestly like really fun because by this night everyone was like familiar with each other and yeah. like you know we was coming back for night two like it was lit and then like yeah so that was basically my brazil experience nothing too radical like when i'm drunk like i don't like do, like do a thing beyond like kissing like somebody so most of my tea isn't gonna be on be beyond that just <laughs> okay fyi but um okay. and also i've been in a relationship that was like the one time i was single oh, while yeah. in a different country so like you know give me a break guys give me a break i was in a relationship for a year and a half and then i was single for like one month and then now i'm back in a relationship and it's been two years so let a girl be single for a month in her life let it happen <laughs> okay okay all right oh wait quick question yeah were the, were the djs in brazil like good like was the music good or was it like first of all it was in latin america so they ain't playing no <laughs> foolish stuff i mean they okay. did they had some oh crap don't even bring me here <laughs> <laughs> so now that you asked that, I have another story that I'm going to throw into the Brazil. Okay. Thing, and then we it. can be wrap this up. So, okay. DJs in Brazil are really good. They do a mix of like basically every Brazilian song sounds the same. Kind of like how every trap song sounds the same. Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing. They all have that. They have like that okay. type of beat. So yeah. like, I mean, we didn't know that, but we was like vibing. We like, then it's like, you feel like, you know, every song, they all sound the same. And like, we eventually were like learning the songs. Like, yeah. And so we went to this. Oh, I have so many stories, but I'm gonna let you go. We went to this. We went to this gay club. Oh, I I was not prepared for how <laughs> thick these boys was gonna be. <laughs> So we get to the club, right? We drunk. Like, it was on the same street as Chapitos. So, you know, yeah. we was drunk. Okay. So we, we get there. And then we walk in. You're like, it's cool. It's cool. Whatever. We doing our little American dance. Then whew, one song comes on. Did like five guys bust in the middle of the dance floor. And are doing like a synchronized dance to this what? song. <laughs> it just happened throughout the whole night. Just like gay men would just like start dancing in sync with their friends. Like kind of how like black people bust out on a line dance but yeah, like yeah. actual choreography <laughs> wow that's so I, quality <laughs> so good like all of us were shook we was like yes 
at some point i got in the dj booth because i was just like this is so lit like (laughs) yeah the things be happening but bruh if you just want to experience living go to brazil go to gig they will have choreography they will come to prove their spot on the dance floor period that sounds beautiful (laughs) sheesh well that sounds like a whole experience Okay, well, that was an interesting experience. My nightlife is also quite entertaining. Most of it is in Europe where the DJs act opposite of what they are. <laughs> so they're actually terrible. The music is like early 2000s, like pop. Like, not- Bruh, they are 10 years behind in the music industry. Exactly. Yeah, I don't yes. understand. <laughs> yes, it's so bad. So I want to talk about the first time I had gone to Spain, which is like my freshman year in high school. So we went out and oh. we realized so like we were like just going out like whatever and we realized like the music was just terrible so we were like forget this let's all like go back to the hotel like everybody get a bottle oh also like this is my first time realizing that like i could get away with like buying liquor and like like you only had to be 18 there or something like that so like I was- yeah. <laughs> the drinking girl was like 16 yeah <laughs> exactly. so we were legal we were legal <laughs> I don't know about you, yeah. freshman year. I had <laughs> so like we could all get away with like bringing a bottle back to the hotel, and there were like several other like high school groups in the same hotel that we were in studying abroad as well. So we like decided there was like ten people in our in our group. So we all like came back, all had stuff, and just turned on the music and had like a little thing in the room. And then somehow another group from another school found out and also ended up in the room. And then another group from another school found out. <laughs> and also ended up in the room. And next thing you know, there's a whole club in like room 302 of <laughs> this tiny hotel thing. Just because, <laughs> just because we all had this like bright idea. And so for us, me and my godbrother were the like youngest ones like on this trip. The only reason we were like allowed to go on this trip is because like my godmom was like running the program and like let us in. Everybody else was like a senior or like maybe like a advanced like junior in high school. So they all just kind of like pushed us to be like, like, you know, Garrison, you have to like watch the door. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't let people in here if like your aunt or like one of the chaperones comes by, you got to let everybody know and like slower us up really quick. It'll be fine. And so I'm thinking like, what is this? I don't know how I ended up in this situation, but I ended up agreeing to it and doing that. But as the party like advanced and got more, like got more people in, <laughs> I, I somehow, <laughs> I somehow stepped away from the door and ended up just like being in the party with everybody else and <laughs> not really paying attention and so everybody's going crazy people are dancing all over the place people are on like the balcony like just (laughs) (laughs) people are like hooking up in the bathroom doing all these crazy things like I look up at one point and there's like a person like tied to a chair like there was just so much going on so after a while we start to hear a knock on the door and then I look at everybody everybody's looking at me and I'm just like oh my god definitely got caught but I'm gonna just run to the door and hope that like we can play this off so I get to the door I look at the peephole and I see it's my godmom and I'm just like Jesus Christ how do we end up in this <laughs> like how do we end up in this situation and there's like three other schools in our room one of which is like a Catholic like an all girls Catholic school that if they got caught like partying or doing things like they're not supposed to do they were going to be like expelled from their program or like kicked out of school so <laughs> they all like were in a whole like panic mode so we had like five girls from that group like climbing out of the balcony at the same time like cr- trying to climb out of the balcony and to like the next room and like the next hotel room over. We had people literally hiding under the bed, hiding in the bathrooms, hiding in the closets, just like trying to 
get out of the way. We turn the music off and like everybody from our program is just like sitting, like watching TV, just sitting silently, like not doing anything. <laughs> and then they also hid like all the bottles and like in the like while hiding the bottles, they ended up spilling some. And so there's like liquor spilled all over the carpet, like all over like <laughs> random places in this. Room. So then I eventually I answer the door and my godmom's looking at me like she's just looking at me like, OK, I know what's up, but I'm just trying to play it off and be like, hey, I'd be like, what's up? And she's like, yeah, so what are you guys up to? And I'm just like, oh, we're just watching TV. <laughs> And then she she steps in the room, looks around. She's just shaking her head like, okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, we'll see you in the morning. And she's just like, you know, Janelle, like after you're in like a certain aroma for a while, get to the scent. But <laughs> when someone else walked in, they can, they can smell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, okay. <laughs> I was just like, okay, thank you for letting me know. And she's just like, you have 10 minutes to clean everything up and everybody better be packed. And we're going to the airport immediately. <laughs> And this was like our last day in Spain. So we had to, our original plan was to like get up in the morning and go to the airport and like pack everything up to like leave and everything. But she was so mad. She literally had us pack right then and there, clean up the whole room, hide, like put everything back out where it was. She wanted us to line up like every single bottle we had up on like the front counter, like the dresser. <laughs> and then like we had to go meet her in the lobby like after. So we did all that. Everybody's still like very dry. Like no one is sober at all. <laughs> and we cleaned up the room. The whole like front dresser is covered in liquor bottles. Like there's at least like we had only bought like a bottle each originally. We started off with 10. But I guess with like so after so many people showed up, we had like 50 bottles like covering that whole dresser. Then the people that were still hiding in the room like went out, like went out and like went back to their rooms. And we all met her in the lobby. And she was literally so mad at us. Like she was yelling at us the whole way to the airport. We get to the airport. Some people are feeling like disgusting after riding in the car. And she's like I hope you're sick like she was so <laughs> she was so mad and by the time like after all that was over like I was literally like terrified she was gonna like tell my parents like everything was just gonna be like down on me but in the end she just like held that over me for a little bit and was just upset with me but like she luckily never told my parents that I don't think she did at least but she may have at this point it's been a while okay I'm gonna need some tea so what were you doing this night you <laughs> talked about other people okay but what with Miss Janelle doing because <laughs> I did gave my whole life away in the last week. <laughs> all right, all right. So I feel like I honestly don't remember what happened. So like I That's what this is the say. first time exactly I know because this is like the first time I had really like been exposed to alcohol. So I was just like really drunk in that situation. But more tea comes in a later story, which I'll say after your next story. Okay, so my second story is basically Brazil part two because I forgot that we went to a whole nother city in Brazil. So we went to Sao Paulo and Sao Paulo is very different than Bahia, like Salvador del Bahia, because basically Bahia has more black people and Sao Paulo is like all white. So of course that will change like the clubbing experience, the music, etc, etc. And we went out. Well, actually when we got there, I noticed that there was a lot of people like, especially young people that were like goth or like wearing like dark clothes, piercings, tats, all of that stuff. Like it was very like trendy. And we went out that night 
to a club. So somebody, I don't even know who chose this club. I don't even remember the name of it, but we all go out to a club and we get there and like, it's in like, it literally, I pro- it's probably like a haunted house. Like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> and we get there and like on the outside, there's like a guy doing like face paint, like neon face paint, but he's doing like these like very specific and intricate like symbols and stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like they're like painting our face with the devil. <laughs> what? Like, it was just giving me weird vibes. Like, and then we get inside. The DJ is literally wearing like weird face paint, like, like, like literally like his face paint, like red and black, like all over. And like, it's not like, it's like very messy. And he's playing this like weird, like techno slash like punk music. And the people inside are dancing like really weird, like not regular, not like twerking or like, oh, not like we all were friends, but like some weird interpretive dance. And like, I was just telling my friends, I was like, we got to get out of here. Like the spirits are <laughs> running free in here. I was like speaking in tongues. I was like, oh, get me out of here. And so like, I was just weirded out. And then we get into, so we start looking around and then there's like separate rooms that have different types of music. So we find a, mu- a room that's playing Rihanna. And I was like, okay, I feel kind of better. Like, you know, I'm familiar with this. But then I turn around and catch a glimpse of the DJ and he's literally dressed like a crazy person. I was like, I don't have time for this. (laughs) And it's really hard to explain like what it was like, but just imagine like dark rooms with like fluorescent lighting and then like weird music and like in your face. Like, I don't know. It was just, I just didn't like the vibe. I just didn't know what to do. Everybody was like, chill, you're just paranoid. I'm like, I'm not paranoid. I can feel the devil on me. (laughs) Yeah. And so there was just like, and then there's a lot of like, I did it like non-binary people. So like people were just like making out with whoever, doing things with whoever. I was just like, that night was not the night for me. I was a freshman in college. I was new to this going out stuff and I was traumatized. Yeah, that's basically that story. No real tea, but just an experience of where it's like, I was extra cautious. (laughs) Yeah, that's when you start to pull out the safety. (laughs) Yeah, safety tips for that night. I didn't go anywhere alone and I made sure we all got home safe and alive and listen to gospel music the remainder of the trip (laughs) (laughs) wow so the white part of brazil is like not the spot to (laughs) to be i mean just that particular club i'm not gonna speak for the whole entirety of that city but sao paulo has some weird shit going on all right so my next story is about the time i studied abroad in spain and this is like a situation that was going on throughout most of my time in spain but one night i had gone out to a club i completely forget the name of the club at this point but like all my friends are going they're like yeah you have to try this place and so we go out and it's just having fun everybody's getting drinks because first of all drinks in spain are so cheap like the liquor is cheaper than water if you go that is true i can second that and that's not just an analogy or an exaggeration like <laughs> it's cheaper to buy wine yes. to get water yes like the wine will be like one euro and the water will be like four so but anyway so in the clubs like we're really like just getting hella drinks everybody's just excited you know everything's so cheap everybody's drunk and 
eventually me and my one friend we like kind of like go off from like everybody else and we go to like this other bar that somebody had told us about somewhere else and in the bar there's like the upstairs part of it which is kind of lame it's just like a bar and a few people and then there's another part in the back where you like go down some steps into this basement area and that's where like the real party is like it's crazy down there there's two bars down there hella people they have like an area with like sofas that people like laying down on doing whatever over there and then there's other people just like dancing in the other part of the area so we go down there and <laughs> we're just like amazed like wow this is what we've been missing out on and like the Spain nightlife and while we're down there a couple people like come up to us and or a couple guys like come up to us and they, they start talking to us or whatever and I like had no intention of like entertaining these men but <laughs> but then eventually like as the night came on they're like oh let's get a drink and I was like okay yeah and so mm-hmm. the first <laughs> <laughs> the first drink that they offer or that he offered would be shots and like it's called El Secreto like the secret like, <laughs> and I was like huh what's in that to this day I still have no idea what is in it but it's called the secret and I got it and literally like two shots of that had me so far gone that I like would never do that again <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so had the shots of that and then next thing I know like this person I was talking to this man was just like way more attractive way more funny way more everything <laughs> than he was before and so we ended up dancing for like a bit and I somehow ended up like making out with him throughout the rest of the night and the next thing you know like at this point it's like 5 a.m I feel like like we went out at like around <laughs> we went out around well, like 11 p.m and like next thing you know like I realized it's like 5 a.m the club is still going also like the clubs in Spain like literally are open all night long I feel like yeah till the morning t- until you see daylight the club you yeah like it's it, like here the, like stuff closes at like two but in Spain it's a whole new scene <laughs> so we got out the we got out the club around like 5 30 we like walk outside and you can kind of see the sun rising and we're like wow this, this was a fun time and I end up getting like I guess the guy gave me like his whatsapp or whatever and so throughout that whole like the next month we ended up like hooking up like the whole rest of that time I was there and then later did I find out that this man was like 30 something years old <laughs> Dang. I was just like, how did I put myself in shit? So you never, like, and did he, was he a Spaniard? Like, did he only speak Spanish? Yeah, he was a Spaniard that's Spanish. And like, I mean, like, at that point, he spoke a little bit of English. Okay, wait, no, he wasn't a Spaniard. He was actually from Argentina. And he, like, traveled based off of, like, the weather, basically. So he only travels to, like, places where it's, like, hot outside, like, when it's hot. Okay. (laughs) So he traveled to, he was in Spain for the summer. And he spoke, like, really good Spanish, obviously. And then his English was okay, but, like, some things got lost in translation so we just pretty much spoke Spanish and like my Spanish my Spanish was good enough at the time that we could get by and yeah. and like literally in the end like I found out that like, he was like 30 some years like, <laughs> like living the life like uh, just like acting crazy that's and, like, crazy this is the, this is my freshman year like the summer after my freshman year so I'm only like 19 <laughs> it was just a lot wow so did you guys like I don't know was it just like when we see you we see you like I, don't I know mean 
<laughs> so like in that time, in that like month long period, it was like we would like try and hang out or whatever. But like after that month, I was kind of done and I was like everything. <laughs> okay. Okay. You, know, you don't need to let those things follow you back. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it'd be like that. Tip number three, block and move on. What <laughs> stays where what happens abroad stays where all that's tip That is true. So those are our first round of stories for our Nightlife Abroad episode. Time flies so much when you are exposing yourself. If you guys like this episode, please share it because we have more stories, but we're only going to tell them if you guys give us some good feedback and tell us that you liked this episode because we have a bunch of other stories lifted, listed out in our notes, but we just ran out of time to get to them in this week's episode. So let us know and maybe we'll have a part two coming down the pipeline. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you are subscribed to receive new episodes every Tuesday and leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. We also love to talk to you guys on social media. Share a screenshot of this episode to your Instagram stories tagging at Melanin and Miles to start chatting with us.